again. I'm going to try and put the bitrate back to normal. Yo. I don't know what that was all about, but we're starting the podcast over almost completely without the without the intro music. Hell yeah. There we go. Booski. Let's give it another go. As they say in Crazy Taxi. We're not We're not dropping frames now, so Mr. Jumbly, thank you for the Twitch Prime subscription. What? What? That didn't pop up for me. Well, maybe Where did it's pop not up? that important anymore. Yo, Luke! Thank chat. you. I love you. I see it in chat, but like it didn't pop up as a notification. It should have. Um, but, of course. I'm surprised like... that he subbed because I had to quit playing board games with him to be here right now. Oh, God. Yeah, no, none of my browser sources are working on OBS, so huh. that's why I got no notification pop up. Luke, thank you. I appreciate you. Love you. I need to, in that case, uh, pop something open real quick, though. Oh, God! I have faith in you. I, I don't. I don't have any faith in me. Why would you have faith That's in me? Have, have you met me? I don't even have... I, I don't even have a beard anymore. How can you have faith in me? Yeah, I forgot to mention. God damn you. Um, so, uh, we have an announcement for listeners and viewers. Uh, we are going to be moving the show slash podcast to Saturdays because Cody's work is awful and is making him work overnights Monday through Friday. Saturdays and Sundays are his days off. So we're going to be moving to Saturdays so that we don't have to, he had to shave too. Yeah. So we don't have to uh, replace him. Damn shame. Yeah. We deserve hosts with facial hair. That's right. And if you subscribe to this channel, it could happen. If enough people were to subscribe to this channel, I could get my facial hair back because then I wouldn't have to be do my job anymore. That should be our Olip uh, goal bar, you know. <laughs> get, get enough subs so Tim <laughs> can quit his job and grow facial hair. Yeah. Absolutely. That's I missed All my goatee already. Oh, um, I think you probably saw it, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. So uh, I shaved before we went and picked Logan up because we went with the storm coming tomorrow. We went and did all of our grocery shopping yesterday instead of today because... Fuck that. Um, so when um, when you know we went and picked Logan up from school, I was driving and he got in the back and I turned around and I was like, "Hey, buddy, what's going on?" And he went, "Daddy, no, you have to grow it back. You have to grow your mustache." Back. He didn't even wait. He was just already <laughs> mad. He just he like my daughter didn't care, but Logan, Logan cared. Logan cared a lot. So. Buddy, he knows what's up. He knows what's good. Mm-hmm. Where are those other guys? Uh, Cody is working, and Ian has children. So, unfortunately, chumps. Right? God. Anyway, so what have you been playing this week, Dustin? Uh, you know, for the most part, um, I've been playing Wargroove, advancing on that game on the Switch there. Nope. And uh, it's like. I've been doing the puzzle mode where you have one turn to complete it. Mm-hmm. And it's like every time I'll sit there for like half an hour, just like smashing my head against the wall, trying to figure it out. And then either like Andrea will walk in and be like, oh, have you tried this? And I'm like, wow, okay, beat it. Next one. Or I'll just like quit and come back to it and just nail it. But uh, that's been fun. Other than that, Apex Legends, you know, I have been exiled from playing on the PC because I get the random crashes that everyone else is getting. Oh, um, so you playing on your PS4 now? Yeah, I'm exiled to the PS4 now, which is, you know, easier. So, that's I. Yeah. I have been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Eternal Duelist Soul from, from Game Boy Advance on my phone. Holy shit. Uh, because... Retro. Yeah, well, because, like, I can, you know, play a turn here or there in between a job or, like, at the Pest Control Conference. I just had my phone... And, like, I literally, for half of it, was just playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Because nothing that they were talking about applied to my job. There were, like, I think we had to sit through about ten speakers, and there were two good ones that actually anything they were talking about was applicable to my job. Um, So I was mostly playing Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. I haven't really played a lot on my PC this week. I have, uh, so I have Humble Bundle Monthly um, as of last month, 
and this next month that had three games that I really have been thinking about buying for a long time anyway. And it's just generally a good value. $12 gets you over $100 worth of games every month. Oh, yeah. It's great. Um, So I haven't been playing any of them, but I plan on playing some of them this weekend. <laughs> You'll have a, a big old backlog to get to. I already do, and now it's even bigger because of Humble Bundle. So, And it yeah. all goes to charity. Um, it's good shit. Speaking of charity, a uh, quick little uh, aside. I am $25 away from my goal for Polar Plunge um so my goal is only 75 because i forgot to advertise it and set a higher goal this year i was like oh shit but um 25 dollars away from the goal attainable goal yeah so uh yeah i need to raise 25 dollars before i show up tomorrow <laughs> if i have to donate it myself <laughs> i will but yeah. uh but yeah uh the plan is that we're, we're jumping tomorrow unless we get snowed out snowed out from jumping in a frozen lake makes sense i know how that is right that that I could mean. like only happen in minnesota answer me i'm a subscriber what games are you guys most excited for wow that's uh, a good question obviously sekiro shadows die twice yeah. is the game i'm most excited i'm for. super pumped about that that game Dude. looks amazing it's i love it it's, it's so gonna good. be a single player experience you know yeah like that's gonna be so badass it's dark souls but ninja more ninja and like i i've i've been reading that some people who've gotten their hands on it earlier like it's not anything like dark souls like it's like dark souls but it's right right but it's completely... really not yeah so um that's exciting it's gonna yeah. be really fresh uh, i'm super super pumped about that um speaking of that that's a good transition into uh one of our topics here uh so i was uh reading an interview um actually i was reading an article where they were talking about a segment of an interview um which is available on ign with the uh the creator of uh well one of the the executives at, at from software so he's one of the creators of dark souls yeah it and, was michael zaki right uh, yeah yeah and <laughs> miyazaki yeah it was miyazaki and he was talking about how they are interested in making a battle royale game and not that every From Software game is going to be Dark Souls, but basically for the last 10 years, every From Software game has, has been, been Dark Souls. Yeah, like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, but with... with Third-person action yeah. game. So a a Dark Souls Battle Royale game? Uh, that would be fascinating. It would be. Like, I'm imagining, like, picking up, like, just an Uchi, Uchi Katana, like, after, like, right. killing somebody <laughs> with a bastard sword, like, just trying to race somebody to a fucking uh dragon hunter bow or what's that the great dragon hunter bow the big fucking the one from dark bows, souls 2, the great yeah. bows yeah like just madness just straight <laughs> madness i don't think it would be did I don't... you ever play the dark souls 3 like multiplayer arena games i did not um i that's the it's one weird as hell. that's the one that i haven't played all the way through start to finish like multiple oh. times uh, man we should play that together we should uh and like i i need to finish dark souls 3. the problem i had with dark souls 3 i was super excited about it i pre-ordered it i um you know got the game and then my power supply started shitting out on me so i would oh, no. yeah so i bought a new one like but it was like three months after i had bought dark souls that i finally got a new one um and it right. it happened with other games but mostly with dark souls where um it would goddamn like just it, it would hit, it would hit a certain threshold and then my computer would essentially reboot itself like it would fail the power supply would fail yeah and then it would boot yeah. right back up um, yeah so i have Trash. yeah i have i still have that power supply and will junk it eventually but yeah dude if they made a straight up dark souls br i think they could totally do it you could just have like uh either a generic statted character for everyone to use to be like all equal or randomly like static characters for like another layer on top and then all the items would just be you know like the items you would pick up in the game itself yeah i wouldn't but I, mean, I wouldn't want the random the random stats for characters yeah, uh, that, that might be, be too much. That, that kind of eliminates the skill. Yeah, that's that's too much RNG in our yeah. battle royale is so much RNG. So that's yeah. just. I don't think they could handle a hundred players because, like, no. playing Dark Souls three, it's like, even with <laughs> sometimes, I mean, you know, peer to peer, low numbers, of, they'd have to move to a server based system for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. It'd be weird. 
Yeah, the whole thing Absolutely. would be weird. I, I don't think... I think it was more they just... The interviewer probably just threw it out there, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're definitely thinking about that. That'd be cool. But he also went on in that game to talk about how uh, variety is what the gaming industry still needs. Um, yeah. How it needs to have its multiplayer games, and it needs to have its battle royale games, and it needs to have service its games. service games and, and single-player experiences. So um, I think that... Uh, I don't think they're going to make one. It's just the idea Dude, of mean, it is kind of cool. They have two unannounced projects that they're working on. Could be a BR. Could be a service game. Dark They've Souls, got all their bases covered. Dark Souls 4. Dark Souls 99. <laughs> right. Well, like, I, I always think it's so weird that Dark Souls was the... It wasn't just the spiritual because it had some of the same characters. It was the success for Demon Souls, which is yeah. the... Which is like uh, that and Bloodborne because I didn't ever own a PS3 are the only two Souls games that I have not played. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I never played Demon Souls either. I saw like Holmes and Dakota play it a bit, mm -hmm. and uh, it's interesting. There is an even older game called like was it Kings something or other that from Software made. There's an old ass I like that first one. person perspective. PS2. Yeah, I play. I have. Yep. I think I have that disc somewhere. It, that's a, that's a fun game. That's a good game. Hello, retro. Mm -hmm. Um, Shane, a dope melee battle royale is really a void that needs filling. Absolutely true. I, I would love to see Mountain Blade or Mordhau drop in a BR mode. I was gonna say Chivalry should have done it at some point. So Mordhau, absolutely. And those games are like I, I, Mordhau Same looks. Thing. He looks so much like Chivalry. Better. Yeah, I read. I read a like a Reddit post it was like this is chivalry's cooler younger brother i was like yeah pretty much uh, absolutely and i'm fine with that you mm -hmm. know that's fine they have a lot of cool features in word how though that they're planning on the biggest one to me was a feature i was excited about the banner lord is going to have as if it's ever going to come out where it's going to have uh do you remember in like halo 3 after you played matches it would save the data of the match so you could watch the replay and see everything that happened in the match yeah. from any perspective yeah fucking amazing feature utterly ahead of its time um that's something bannerlord is going to have and mordhau is also going to have that <laughs> bannerlord is gonna have nothing if it never comes out because well yeah we're seven years in i re <laughs> i remember hearing it was gonna come out in 2016 it's 2019 I'm not optimistic on Bannerlord at this point. I am hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Have you, you know, noticed it's... their their like dev blogs have gotten less and less about the actual development of, of the game and more and more they're just recycling like, hey, here's our audio guy for the third time. Here's what he's Dude, here's what I he does. I definitely stopped reading them. <laughs> it's like because it's never really what I want to hear. <laughs> there's no substance to it. It's just, hey, yeah. here here's who we are. It's like that's cool. I, I wanna get to know the developers. I do. That's I don't cool. care about the scening of the game. No, I just want to know. All. I want to know where the I game's liked at. The first five dev blogs were awesome, like talking mm -hmm. about like the actual like collision mechanics of weaponry and shit. Yeah. But it, now it's talking about an actual scene in the game, and I do not care at all about what's going on in Calradia right now. Right, and the other thing is, it's from what uh, some of the dev blogs have been talking about with the scenes in the game it almost seems like they're trying to put a lot of like more much more story into this one yeah which is kind of weird fine but it's not what made mountain blade so good give me the sandbox no. let me play that's all I exactly want. exactly um yeah so we definitely should talk about uh this next topic which uh today is international women's day Oh yeah. Um happy day women. Happy day for you women. Uh that sounded weird. Anyway, it was. Um so we uh oh, I, I know I wrote a a blog post a couple of years ago about, you know, it was like top 5 female badasses in gaming, but I, I that it's kind of outdated at this point because I wrote it 2 years ago and there's been Actually, a long time in gaming. Right, and there's been quite a few, like, really badass female characters that have come out, like Senua, um, yes. fu fucking uh, Cassandra from um, from Odyssey. Like, there are so many cool characters that have come out. So I I'm curious, 
what is who who is your favorite uh female character in a video game uh, main character npc Dude. companion doesn't matter and, i've been yeah. thinking about this for a while trying to really nail down who i would say is my favorite and i think that ultimately in the end i have to say meryl silverberg from the metal gear solid series because meryl holy shit dude what an amazing character she had throughout the whole series of games when you first meet her she's just this fucking green rookie doesn't even know who she is just trying to figure shit out just trying to be solid snake 2.0 and fast forward to metal gear solid 4 and she's a complete badass she knows exactly who she is she has complete confidence in herself like the fact that you don't see her at all in Metal Gear Solid 2, like, she's not even, she's not hanging out with Snake at all. She's doing her own thing. And then you see her again, and she's become just this warrior with her own fucking unit she's commanding. Oh, I love it. I just love it. She's great. Hi, Lacey. Um, yeah, so, uh, is that who your cat's named after? I never connected that dot before. Is that who you yeah. named Meryl after? Yeah, I named mo- both of my cats after Metal Gear characters. I knew Shadow, but I didn't know. I didn't know that Meryl was. I never connected that dot before. Yeah. I've played a handful of Metal Gear games. I've never been a a super into the series though. Like it's a good series. I just haven't played all the games because it's mostly um, PlayStation at this point. Even though there are PC games too, and they came out with Xbox games too. But like it was mostly PlayStation for a long time, and I didn't have a PS3. Uh, Last PlayStation I owned was PS2, so it was like, eh. Yeah, dude. The only reason I actually really got into Metal Gear was probably because I met Andrea, and she was Mm -hmm. all PlayStation. So, like, I played um, the GameCube uh, Metal Gear Solid. I played on there, the Twin Snakes or whatever, and uh, that was sweet, but that's all I had access to. But then she had, you know all of the other games and so i actually would go over there and we'd play through them it was super fun and then of course five came out and we were super hype about it and we played the hell out of that five phantom pain is that five yeah yeah Yeah, boy yeah i what an emotional roller coaster right um i think for me my favorite would be my answer would change based on what game I just played, but uh, yeah. the I think right now my answer would have to be it would honestly be Cassandra from um, from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, a couple of years ago, it would have been the new Laura Croft. Uh, yeah, yeah, because she's just old. Laura Croft was boobs with a pistol. That was all old Laura Croft was. It was just boobs with a pistol. New it's a Laura flat Croft. Character. Yeah, pretty much. Like the not that the Tomb Raider games were bad. They were very good games but they're very dated and i think what they've done with her has made her much more of a of a deep character um but yeah absolutely but now i would say um after playing through assassin's creed odyssey cassandra makes both like i played as alexios the first time i played through it but cassandra even though they have like all the exact same they have the exact you can play so if you play through as Alexios, Cassandra is the is the bad guy. If you play through okay. as Cassandra, Alexios is the bad guy because they're they're siblings. Um it just right. kind of flips their roles around. Uh for some reason, I love Alexios, but Cassandra made both the better villain and the better hero. She Dude. she uh <laughs> was a very well written character. Her animations were super great, and it seemed like after playing through it as her, the game was really designed for you to play as her. Not that Alexios was an afterthought, but it was just more... They wanted you to play as her, so I think she's... Is it kind of like... Sounds reminiscent of, like, Mass Effect 3. Femship, male ship. Yeah, dude. Kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one choice. I, I think that that was definitely an influence in that. Yeah, um, I could see that. But, uh... I hope more games go that route, by the way. Like, um, just a simple swap like that, instead of forcing you to play as one character, like that being part of the character creation, having, if you're going to do a voiced character, just simply record two sets of voice lines and slightly change the animations for a different character model, and boom. Like, it just... Yeah. It, it makes I, so I much sense. It can, yeah, it can be... Uh... 
you know, impactful in ways that you wouldn't expect, especially in games where you have choices that like are dialogue based, like yeah. Mass Effect, or I, I believe in Assassin's Creed yes. Odyssey. You have things like they, that as they well. They do. Yeah. They definitely do. Yeah. And there are romances. There's no the one thing that it doesn't have that Mass Effect had that I think it would have benefited from. You don't have really any companion NPCs because right. it's obviously still an Assassin's Creed game, so that would be a little weird. <laughs> But, my, my, all my friends, all my assassin friends that I hang out with right. every day. But on my assassin ship. I mean, you have a ship. You do have a ship of dudes that, and you also like fight in battles and shit. So it would have been cool to have Could've, some other yeah. hero characters in the battles. Companion stuff. I get why they didn't do it, but uh, I don't know. I, I yeah. I, I've said this before. I think Odyssey, if if it didn't win a game of the year, it deserves to win all of them. It it was fantastic. It was probably my favorite game that I've played in the last couple of years, and that's saying something. It's high um, praise. I, I think so. <laughs> I haven't played it, so I have no idea. But yeah, everyone I, I've talked to I says think you'd it's love amazing. it. Um, when's the, what's the last Assassin's Creed game you played? <laughs> Fuck, dude. I guess uh, 4. The pirate one. <laughs> oh, Black Flag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Black Flag was good. Uh, the, yeah, it was fun. The last... I kind of got bored of it. The last... I didn't... I, I think the last one, I think I skipped Black Flag. I think the last one I actually played, I watched Black Flag. Like I watched a buddy play through it on stream, and it was like it looks fun, but mm-hmm. there wasn't not, there wasn't anything in it that made it wasn't me go, very compelling. Nah, like and that's the ship combat was dope. Well, the ship combat was dope in three too, but three, three I I couldn't fucking oh let's talk about three for a moment. Okay. So Shoot. I started playing Assassin's Creed three because I thought oh my fucking god like colonial america this is so cool what a cool setting no video games are set here and then they had me playing as the fucking father of the main character i didn't get through that intro i quit playing really i was like this is so fucking boring done see i got like halfway through the game i thought the because they had like you know they had a cool uh, a kind of cool hunting system kind of similar to what red dead did um yeah they had the ship to ship shanties yeah they had the the ship to ship combat there was you know the there was i did get to try the ship to ship combat in three and it was amazing yeah it it was there was a lot in three that was cool the story though i was just the shit they did with george washington and you won't get that at all i don't think absolutely not it was but anybody who played up to that point in three um you know it was just kind of shitty but uh like it was just the story like all the mechanics there the 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 mechanics were there for a really good game but it wasn't at the end of the day so that that was the last one i actually played um the last one i played all the way through was probably fucking brotherhood i don't yeah Hey, the Ezio ones were all quite good. Yeah, the Ezio ones were good, um, but had no interest in ever playing Syndicate at all. It was just like, mm. eh. Luke, name drop, Eileen the Crow, excellent choice for favorite female character. Eileen what a complete Crow. monster. I tried to fight her one time, didn't happen. She's from Bloodborne. Oh, okay. The I was hunter like, that of hunters. I was like, that doesn't sound familiar to me. Come on, That's because Eileen. I haven't played because i don't own a playstation i really wish they would do a pc port of that i know like oh man just let me play the fucking game i don't want to buy another one i don't want to buy another system is it can you play it via uh playstation now or whatever because that's yeah yeah that's their kind of like stream these games onto your computer thing for whatever a month they have a bunch of old games, but I don't know uh, what if, all is in their catalog. If I can, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for just a month so I can play yeah, Bloodborne dude. all the way through. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. You absolutely should, because that would be hella dope. I uh, I only know about that program because I wanted to play through um, Asura's Wrath, and I didn't want to, like, buy so like find like the the physical copy of the game somewhere okay i don't know if you know about that game that's one of my favorite games i've never sure beat it Le- but Wrath. uh it's a beat-em-up it's super super over the top it's got amazing music is that a ps3 it's... game 
Yeah, PS3, Xbox 360. Um, I think I rented ever... it for yeah. 360 from from Hollywood Video. Oh my god! I don't think what a name drop there. I don't think I yeah. I don't think I got very far because I only had it for a couple days. But I'm pretty sure I played it a little bit, and it kicked yeah, my I ass. Yeah, I love that game. It um, it's very similar to like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, that kind of game. Okay. Hello, over the top. Super good. All right. PC um, port, please. Well, yeah, PC port of a lot of things, please. Fuck console exclusives. They're garbage. Yes. Um, Fuck exclusives. Yeah. Um, so I know we've we've talked on every episode. This is only the third episode this season, but it feels like we've talked a lot about Anthem because we have. But yeah. uh, it seems like every week something comes out where Anthem is just more and more broken. People are just finding more and more problems with it. Um, and the n- latest controversy that Anthem is experiencing is that uh, its loot is totally broken. Its damage system seems oh, to be completely that. broken. Yeah, so people are running through, and they're testing this because, um, you know, the numbers would tell you that a, a, a level 36 uh, or whatever masterwork, like a max level masterwork rifle, is going to be better than any other gun in the game, right? But sure. pe- people have been testing it with the 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 basic rifle, the the level one defender rifle that you start with at the beginning of the game, and they're killing the same enemies, with obviously the the damage numbers that are popping up when they're shooting the enemies are much smaller, but they're mm. killing them in less bullets. So oh my god, what it seems like, and Bioware is saying that it's a bug. <laughs> um, they're saying that it's a bug that it's easily fixed. That they're gonna patch it out. But it also seems kind of possible that the whole thing is that the, the the numbers are irrelevant. The damage numbers that pop up don't actually reflect the damage the enemies are taking. They're just Uh-oh. there to make you feel like you're doing, like you're progressing when you get better loot. Oh my god, um, like they actually just... Uh placebo you <laughs> yeah yeah like legitimately That's some high tier game design <laughs> like there are gifs of of people doing this where people were were shooting like it was a just i can't remember which enemy it was but it was like a, just a basic bitch enemy with a shield and stuff and it was like the the level 36 masterwork rifle was um knocking down the shield and doing a little bit of damage in four shots and those same four shots the level one defender rifle knocked the shield out faster, and did more damage to the enemy's health bar. Same enemy. Like, Damn. same spot on the... It's just... It's just... Very questionable. I'm glad there are people out there doing this Mythbuster shit. Cause yeah, well... God I, bless you. Like, what the hell happened to Anthem? Like, Rip how... Anthem. I, I, yeah. What's up, TJ, by the way? Um, I, I, That game, I always had such high hopes for because it was Bioware. Did and you? I did like before it even came out. Even after Andromeda. Even after Andromeda, I was because I was like, you know, if if the A team at Bioware is working on Anthem and this is the shit show we got for Mass Effect, if they sacrificed Mass Effect for something amazing, it's worth it. <laughs> right, but they didn't. Right. They did it for this. Fuck. Uh, Yo, why does EA own Bioware and? They're not just making them make KOTOR 3. Yeah, they own Bioware. They, they have Star Wars they access. Have, they have the exclusive, exclusive right? yeah, exclusive Star Wars access and no KOTOR. And th- that's something that I did want to talk about a bit. So Bioware, the last two games, like, okay, Anthem's not a horrible game. It's it's from everything I've read, it's like a 7 out of 10. It's not a, yeah. it's not a, a bad game. It's that's just, it has too. a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, same thing with, with Andromeda. Andromeda, on its own merit, not a bad Die. game. Compared to the other Mass Effect games, it was a 7 out of 10, and they closed an entire studio because it was a 7 out of 10. Um, so their next game, legitimately, like our, Anthem had to be successful in order for them to to save face, and they it wasn't. Obviously, it hasn't been. So... Yeah if they get another opportunity at a game, and I'm sure they will because they have enough, I hope they have enough, uh, you know, credit stored up in the bank there with EA and with their fans to get at least one more shot. 
Their yeah. next game is going to have to be Dragon Age or it's going to have to be, um, you know, KOTOR. And they have a couple of unannounced projects, I believe, or at least one unannounced project that they're working on. Yeah, I know they've talked about working on another Dragon Age game. Yeah. So yeah. And, there's and word flying around about that. It's got to knock the socks out. It's It's got to knock the socks out. It's got to knock it out of the park. It has to be so. A BR game. Oh God! <laughs> uh, like unpopular opinion time for me when I when I put that in the thing for things that yeah m- mine is is simply that um, the the goddamn the peak of Bioware as good as Mass Effect was peak Bioware was not Mass Effect it was Dragon Age Origins to me that was the best Bioware game not again I love Mass Effect one two was awesome three up until the last 15 minutes was fantastic. Um, <laughs> the uh, Dragon Age 2 was kind of eh. Dragon Age Inquisition, it was very good. But Dragon Age Origins was like the damn best game that I've played from Bioware. Not No disrespect to KOTOR, KOTOR is just dated at this point. So sure. like, if I was going to go back and play one, I'd go back and play Origins because it it is... The, yeah, the, Origins is like the natural progression of the system. They started mm-hmm. with in KOTOR. That's and after exactly Origins, it. they just like abandoned that system for mm-hmm. other weird stuff. And, and I hope that their next game gets back to those roots. I hope that Dragon Age fucking saves the shit out of them because otherwise, if they, if they you know, come out with another damn shitty game... Or shitty is not the right word. Average game. Average. <laughs> a game that gets bad reviews game, on websites. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's Bioware. Like, they don't do average. Think about going back to, to KOTOR, going back even further. They've like, always had hits. Yeah, always. Up until... Up up until Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, up until EA. So, it, I, I've, I've been reading a lot about, about some of the issues that are plaguing them and it seems like frostbite is a big one and oh my god right it's, right it's not just them that engine it's like frostbite is really good at doing first person shooters really right. good at that <laughs> uh but they had to build in all these rpg systems for mass effect and for dragon age and for all these other games from the ground up they there's yeah. nothing there's not a manual save built into that engine um so they yeah. they had to implement that so That's a lot of work, right? And that also makes me think, you know, maybe because the last couple Madden games have been eh, not great. They also run on Frostbite now. Everything EA does runs on Frostbite now. Man. So I mean, except for Apex Legends, which runs on Source. I didn't know that until. Oh, I was really? Like, yeah, that actually. That's why it runs so well. <laughs> right, I mean, well. like, not, it crashes, but I mean, it's, Com- it comparatively plays. speaking, yeah, it runs that really PS well. Goes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, quick aside. Yeah. KOTOR is Knights of the Old Republic. Do not fuck with me and say that you don't know what it is, buddy. I see you. I oh, see you in chat. TJ. Looking for a band. You didn't know what, what KOTOR was? Yeah, no. Uh, KOTOR is uh, is Knights of the Old, uh, Old Republic. We... I had it on computer because it that was back when you could run games without a $300 graphics card. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if you... You never let him we play. might we might have had it on Xbox. We we might. No, EA does have. Well, EA is the only thing EA has to do with Apex is that they're the publisher. They um so oh for because the chat's not showing up on stream. I should or on the yeah it won't show up on the YouTube video. I should uh read the, this out loud, especially for that and for the SoundCloud and Spotify and iTunes listeners. Oh, by the way, we're on those if you want to check us out on there. Um, By the way, <laughs> uh, hello, banana sixty nine. My brother said that uh, EA has nothing to do with Apex. Apparently, the only thing that they have to do with Apex is that they're the publisher and that they uh, the team that was working on Titanfall three, um, Respawn Studios, the team's responsible for Titanfall in general. That Apex is um, what they made out of what they had for Titanfall three. Um, so. The fact that they they basically took an unfinished game that they were working on, they were given they were told to speed up their deadline, uh, and they uh, they gave us a hit in a br. They just turned it into a br. They were like, "Well, fuck Titanfall. Here's this." 
Um, yeah, and it worked out beautifully. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah, just uh, fix that crash. I'm back in. Okay, TJ did play it when I wasn't home. Apparently, on the Xbox. when you when you weren't home. Because I don't know, we we never played. We didn't ever play uh, the Xbox. The only time we played the Xbox together was probably when we played Fable. Like we would take turns oh. playing Fable, but other than that, it was like one of us would be at sports practice, the other one would be playing Xbox, and it would like alternate. Nice. Yeah, pretty much. But. Um, well, man, you got any other topics you want to talk about? I want to hear if you have any unpopular opinions for. Uh, oh, unpopular opinions. Um, I did, but now it's a popular opinion, and that's that hmm. Final Fantasy Fifteen is shit. Well, yeah. I, I think you, I talk about that every time. I thought you loved that game. No, I absolutely. You, everyone thinks that because I posted all those pictures on Facebook. You just that I love took the photo the mode. The photo mode was fucking amazing. I love that. I wish every game would do that. And uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 has that. And their photo mode is really cool too. It's actually better because you can just like pull out your camera and like take selfies and the characters react. Oh, that's um, cool. But no, Final Fantasy 15. When it came out, me and Andrea bought it. That's like one of the reasons I bought the PlayStation 4 was for that game, which of course they ended up doing a PC port anyway. But I bought the game, me and Andrea both played through it, and it was complete trash because there was no character development. There was no fucking reasonable plot. Like, oh, it was bad, Tim. And fucking everyone was like, oh, this game's so great. Oh, I love Final Fantasy XV. Oh, the characters are so awesome. And at the time, it was a very unpopular opinion. But I see now, today, it has turned around. And everyone is like, oh, yeah, that game's shit. As if they've known all along. Is that the one that, uh, like, they characters would just kind of like disappear for a little bit and then pop back up and you had to buy dlc to figure out where the fuck yep. they went yep, yep. that's I that game I that yeah. yeah okay yeah, yeah. no Complete, literally the oh, only game God, I don't play where people people always talk about dlc and they're like oh yeah they just cut out this piece of the game they sell it back to you as dlc this is the only game where i felt that way about <laughs> it i really honestly do feel that way about it yes makes me mad I, I will say this so um bethesda has gotten a lot of shit for fallout 4 for fallout 76 but that's the one thing that they've done um with their dlc and expansions like they have yeah little shitty dlc where it's like hey buy a fucking especially now for 76 it's like buy a skin for uh for your power armor which a lot of people kind of rage at but i think that's kind of dumb because it's all aesthetics that's anyway just aesthetic yeah. yeah but um like with uh say far harbor far harbor fucking great dlc and it added a whole new region to the game and they are a, one of the companies where when they add in something into their rpg in, in terms of dlc it's not like hey here's a storyline that's taking place where you're already at it's like hey here's an entirely new region of the map that was not available to you with its entirely own quest line and that goes all the way back to goddamn morrowind um yeah. with their expansion discs so like that's something that they've done that i think they do a little better than some other companies with their fucking dlc um yeah. borderlands did it pretty well too i think borderlands did yes. did some really yes. good shit with their deal especially Absolutely. especially into um borderlands 3 or riot um yeah but uh yeah uh got any any other any other ideas there uh yeah, I think we've got some questions in chat here. Uh Ooh. Mr. Jumbly asked, what are your thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077? I I'm excited about it. I don't know a ton about it. So I've I'm in this state of mind with a, a lot of things where I will watch a trailer once or I'll read an article about a game that's coming out once and it, I might follow it like I've followed Bannerlord for god knows how long. <laughs> but long. I've gotten to the point where I've, I, I don't over-immerse myself in watching trailers anymore. I don't over-immerse myself in reading what the devs say, reading, you know, early reviews, researching the game to death, because I've spoiled so many games for myself like that. I've built up these games in my head. The worst example ever for me was No Man's Sky. And again... I, I hate to continue to use No Man's Sky as examples for, for everything that games do wrong, but oh, I, it is like everything that a game could do wrong because 
for years and years and years since the preview trailer that came out in what twenty. I think yeah, E three 2012, I think. Why did we um, like it was just I got so excited about what the game was going to be because it was a game that you know you read all this shit that the the executive the lead developer was saying about how you know there was going to be multiplayer at release there were going to be billions literally billions of ra- randomly generated planets you were going to be able to engage in in diplomacy with alien races and like influence the way they interact with each other like all of these things then you see the trailers with these giant fucking dinosaurs these creatures that are rng apparently just walking around and you're supposed to like it, i got so excited for that game and then it came out and it wasn't a bad game but it wasn't what it wasn't at that all was it had promised. had nothing and it's not the only time that that's happened um Fallout 76, another game where it, it it was overhyped and now it's suffering because the bones of Fallout 76 are good. It has good shooting mechanics. It has um, the core of what should be a good game, but it's it's definitely not what's there. Um, so tw- right, is that the world we're in now? Games release in a state that's not good, but eventually they become good? That's exactly the world we're living in. We see Destiny, it all the time. Destiny. And people everything. are hoping that's going to be that way with Anthem. Ark mm-hmm. for a while. Although Ark was always more performance than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but like there are a lot of, and I think that game gets unpopular opinion. Ark gets way too much fucking hate. Yeah. Uh, like it, people either love or hate Ark, and I don't understand anybody who hates Ark because it's Minecraft with dinosaurs essentially. It's like it's good. just it's so good. I I put in like 300 hours in Ark on a single player file. Like I'm not even playing with other people, just collecting dinosaurs in a base <laughs> I built on a beach. Like I had I had like 15 raptors, I had two rexes, I had a couple of sharks, I had a, a wolf pack for hunting, I had dilos like to defend my base from the alpha fucking raptor that kept coming around and murking my uh herbivores which i let wander on the beach a little bit um so see ark is meh is not an unpopular opinion (laughs) actually that is an unpopular opinion it is it's a super unpopular opinion um tim plays ark like he plays italy in diplomacy (laughs) so true doesn't talk to anybody nobody nobody gets that's how i play every game i just don't talk to people (laughs) <laughs> I just execute what I'm gonna execute. Captain Mikey twenty one, welcome to the stream. How's it going, man? Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much uh where I was at. But but uh, back to the question, uh Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I'm excited about it. C D Project Red always does a good job. Um The Witcher three is one of the best games period. There's a period at the end of that sentence. I love that so. it's going to be a first-person title. Because, I mean, I, I just love first-person perspective. Yeah, it's it's entirely, as far as I know, entirely first-person perspective. Dope. Which looks amazing. First-person perspective, arm blades coming out, stabbing a guy in the neck. Hmm. Can I just... I do wonder. I Do you think it's going to be the kind of game like Mass Effect was, where it's like you have a character, but they're customizable? So, like, you're whatever nickname person... But beyond that, you get to be whoever you want. I kind of hope so. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I imagine. I feel like that's a really good system to have for your character. Yeah, because but... it lets you have, like, it lets them, as developers, build these cool, like, difficult choices or, like, cool cinematic um, plot lines without having to, like, design a million things based on what your character is. It's a good balance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty excited, but I think just the idea of so cyberpunk settings are always really cool. I mean, I think I always think Shadowrun when I think cyberpunk. Settings. Yeah, and cyberpunk was apparently an old tabletop game, much like Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, and that's 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 my understanding of it. Two Kao told me a bit about it, and um, so I, I'm he he actually has been on me about cyberpunk for a long time, just like he was on me about playing The Witcher. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about it, but. I don't want to overhype myself for it because I don't want to be disappointed right. um, or yeah, find myself defending a game that I don't need to defend. Like Fallout 76, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I still defend that game, even though it has it has major issues. Oh, uh, I upgraded my CPU. I haven't upgraded my graphics oh, card. Oh, yeah. So my, my CPU, it was supposed to come on Monday. Uh, it, it didn't come until Wednesday. 
Uh, but uh, like, like originally, Amazon said it would it could be at my house 9 p.m. Sunday. I was like, oh, cool. Could be. But then they were like, no, it'll be there by 9 p.m. Monday. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Kind of weird that you jump a full 24 hours, but okay, cool. Uh, then they're like, we're sorry, your package has been delayed. But they wait till 8.45 at night to tell me that it's been delayed. It was uh, <laughs> delayed in transit, apparently. I they was were like, really Great. hoping it wouldn't be. And then on Tuesday, they were like, 11 a.m., I got a notification. Your package is out for delivery. I'm like, sweet, it'll be there when I get home. Your package is arriving by 8.45 p.m. All right, kind of oddly specific, but okay. <laughs> Don't know why you didn't just go with the 9 p.m. Yes. you went with before. But then, uh, you know. Then, then it, it got pushed to nine o'clock. I was like, okay, why didn't you just do that initially if you're gonna push it 15 minutes? Then uh, 8:45 rolls around, and I'm like, it's still not here. Uh, and I watch on my phone. I pull it up and I watch it turn from from your package is out for delivery to we're sorry, <laughs> your package is being delayed. Oh, like, fuck you, buddy. Fuck oh, you, buddy. That's but, uh, brutal, man. Then Wednesday. It was home when I got back from work, so I was okay what with it. What CPU did you switch to? I got a Ryzen R5 Ryzen? Uh, 2600. Yeah, Ryzen, yeah Ryzen buddy, that's the fucking CPU to get. I tell you what. Yep. I, I was going to get the 2600X, but it was $60 more expensive. So. Yep. Fuck yeah. it. It's, I mean, you can... I mean, all of the Ryzen processes are easily um, overclockable, so it's not even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's that's uh that, that that's the thing that I like about the AMD uh stuff that they've they've come out with recently is even their their processors are super easy. They have overclocking things built into their software. Yeah, like, dude. It's just fucking so good. It, so smooth. I don't have to work around Intel's bullshit or download MSI's stuff in order to overclock my shit. I can just do it. Just I I just helped a buddy set up a build with the uh, the R5 2600, mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here looking at my processor. I've got an i5 6500, and I'm like, should I just should I just get an AM4 socket right now? Should I just do that? I don't yeah. want to. I I had an an issue with uh with my uh upgrade, and that was I started getting so anytime you replace the motherboard, you're you're gonna want to do something with Windows like. I thought I was going to have to completely do a fresh install. I didn't, which was cool. Um, but it started telling me that I needed to uh, to activate Windows. I was getting like a little watermark oh, on there. Yep. And so I thought my digital license would just pop up, but it didn't. So I tried to look up my digital license on Microsoft's website, and you can't. And so uh, I tried to look it up in my on my computer, and I couldn't. So I had to go because I. Thank God I still have this. I bought Windows 8.1 when I built my PC. Way back. So I still have my key. So I just put, okay. I punched so. that in, even though I should have just had a digital license. And it found... Right, did you link your Microsoft account? It, it is, yeah. Like, it's my... Okay, yeah. But the um, the weird thing was, this computer wasn't showing up as a... As a your, your old one was? Well, no, not even my old one. Oh. Um the one that was showing up as uh, being linked with my account, even though they both were like, I've linked both of them was my laptop. So it was, it was like, are you upgrading your laptop? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm putting a Ryzen 2600 <laughs> right? in there. Yeah. Uh, so the, the only thing that uh, I need to upgrade now is my, uh, my graphics card, um, which I will be doing at some point here. Uh, I think I'm, I'm getting a 1070. Um, are you? Yeah, Cody's actually nice enough to send me his oh, spare yeah, one. Oh yeah, that's right, dude. That's so, so that nice. that'll be dope. What a deal. But even with just upgrading my motherboard and CPU, it was like taking the clamps off of my graphics card that I have now. Ooh, it, yeah. it it was it was bottlenecked before by what I had, and uh, now I was able to run Fallout seventy six on not high graphics but on medium graphics. Um, yeah. It was a little choppy nineteen twenty by ten eighty, so I just bumped it down to sixteen hundred by nine hundred. And it was silky mm -hmm. smooth. I was like, oh, well, I'll just play like this now. Hell so, yeah, dude. And, and before, I, uh, I couldn't do it. So it was bad. I want to upgrade my graphics card, but it's like... I want to stay with AMD, but I don't want to spend $700 on the R7. But I also don't want to buy an old-ass like card from 2017. Yeah. But I also don't want to wait for the fucking Navi to come out. So... Yeah, I don't know. AMD graphics cards are in a weird spot because their graphics cards were always kind of sub 
far compared to Intel cards, but they weren't so far back. Um, whereas their processors before, before Ryzen, were so far be- so bad. They were so far behind what what Intel was putting out there. Now, you know, they're they're fine. Um, yeah, dude, they're, they're, they're better for a lot of things too. Yeah, like any video editing shit, you're gonna want oh, the Ryzen. Yeah, and and so the the their 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 graphics cards are still kind of what they were compared to Nvidia, but um, their their shit for processors is far caught up. But like I I don't know, I I feel like a 580 is not a horrible card. Uh, 480 is yeah, like you said, from 2017. So that's kind of, or that's from 2016, not, isn't it? That's from a while ago. Uh, I don't know if it's that old. I don't know. Uh, I've got my, I've still got my my R9 285X. So. Oh, buddy, yeah, yeah I've yeah. got the 390X kicking. Yeah. Which is fine, but you know it could be better. Yeah, my 285 is basically a 380. This is weird. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like the same card, but they soup it up or whatever. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Yeah, I hate that uh, shit. At least, at least my rig works. Yeah, rip, rip, oh, rip, yeah. rip. I was just looking at Luke's tower, man. He's got the biggest fucking case in the world. Luke, what's wrong with yours right now? He just needs some new shit. Well, I've got spare shit now. Yeah. <laughs> Pour on the salt. Hmm. Yeah. I've got a spare processor and a spare mobo that are poopy if you want them. Some poopy parts. Yeah, I got a FX6300 uh, Black Edition, which is not a bad processor for when it came out, but compared to shit that it was try- I was trying to do with it now, it was bad. It was not. It was. It was just too outdated. <laughs> it couldn't do. It couldn't hack it anymore. Ancient technology. Yeah, pretty much. All right, we got any? We got anything else for the for the podcast this week? Uh, I mean. That's that's really it, Tim. I'm gonna pray that Apex Legends gets fixed on PC and I can stop crashing because I really want to play it on the PC more. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about this real quick. So, uh, we have some people in here that could potentially just tell us what they would want. Um, so I know a guy, Ben, who okay. is uh willing to make us a eight bit theme song so I stop having to use ones for YouTube for the intro. Um, and then cutting them out so that we don't get flagged for copyright. <laughs> um, so what would people want to see? Because I was thinking, you know, the the go-to for the intro song has always been What is Love, uh, the yeah. 8-bit version of it. Um, every time we take, like, a hiatus and then come back, I usually do, like, uh, Guess Who's Back, uh, yeah. um, something like that. But I don't know. What, what would people want to be the intro song? I was thinking either What is Love or, like, a 90s rap song. <laughs> Because I've done a lot of those for intros. It, if he could just make the the song from the intro to Blaster Master, it would be horrible, but I would love that. It would not be suitable at all for what we're doing, but it would <laughs> sound would, so good. It would sound good, but let's not do that one. What yeah. up, Sniper? How you been, dude? Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I was thinking probably what is love uh, is, is what I was going to ask him to do, but I, I wanted to get other people's input on it. Viewers' input, your input, Ian's input, Cody's input, hopefully. Um, yeah, my input would be something dope as hell that sounds like it came off of a Super Nintendo. 8-bit jump around could probably sound like it came off of a Super Nintendo. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I Yo. wouldn't mind that. Um, yeah, anybody else got any thoughts on that? Bottles. Bottles. That one guy. Bottles. Oh, yeah, Bottles. That Bottles. track was fire. Yeah. Buddy. I'm doing well, Sniper. I'm doing well, man. Just chilling. Just chilling. Sample Sunset Riders. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or bottles. <laughs> bottles. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, just to, to reiterate, ben so to, re, um, to announce it again for those who weren't here at the beginning of the podcast, we are going to be moving the show to, uh, to Saturdays instead of Fridays. So it'll be Saturdays at 10 p.m. instead of Fridays at 10 p.m., Due to Cody's bitch ass schedule, um, Cody California love get back to work. Fucking K Cody, California <laughs> love. Yeah, we could do K- we could do California love potentially. That would be that'd be a decent eight bit. I don't know why we would do California love. None of us are from California. That'd be kind of weird. It's not topical. 
Just love. It, it sounds good, though. It would sound good. <laughs> Nobody loves California. Go fuck yourself. Well, that escalated well quickly. Well that uh, that kind of got out of hand a little bit. Uh, here's another thing, Tim. Yeah. When's Olaf going to play some games? Uh, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. That's that's the idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know about... You have an Xbox? You don't have an Xbox. Hell no. Fuck, because I was going to say we could all play something on Xbox tomorrow, because Ian, Ian has the kids, but they'll go to bed eventually. <laughs> if you have Sea of Thieves, yeah, we'll cross-play. <sighs> don't. But if I were to do Game Pass for a dollar for the month, then I would have Sea of Thieves. I'm getting closer and closer to either getting Game Pass or Origin. Like, I was looking at the EA Access, and I was like, I, I've never played Titanfall 2, and I totally could. You could. Just get this for a month and play it. You also could go to GameStop and buy it super cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But other games too, Tim. Yeah, there are always other games, but I don't know. I I I think I'm closer to doing uh probably closer to doing um Game Pass than I am doing uh yeah. Origin access. I would say Game Pass right now has the better value. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not that Origin won't get there, but I don't think they'll get there. <laughs> When is Steam gonna do their version of this? And holy what will fuck, it be? I don't know, but it'll that be huge amazing. Library of everything. See, I, I, I'm good with where I'm at with the one subscription service that I would say that uh, is probably a better value than any of them is Humble Bundle Monthly. One, yeah, goes to a good cause. Um, every month it goes to a different charity. It's twelve bucks a month. You get early access to right now the games on Humble Bundle monthly. Uh, the three that you can get early are um, uh, Mutant Road to Eden, which looks fucking dope. It's a turn-based strategy game that I've been oh, following yeah, for yeah. a while. Looks kind of an XCOM style thing. Yeah, like it looks super good. I I did next month's early just so I could play it. Northgard, which I know is a is an RTS that Cody loves. It's kind of a little bit of a city builder. Yeah, and then. That looks um, cool. Absolver, uh, digital yeah. digital devolvers kind of answered to Shane uh, picked that one up. Yeah, so like tw twelve bucks gets you those three, which already are worth ninety four dollars, and then there's going to be more games that you'll get on April fifth for doing it. So I think it's worth it. Plus, I think you can get the the March uh one still, if I'm not mistaken, which is also to get Vermintide two. Fucking, As uh, a subscriber, you also get access to like some weird fucking indie titles yeah, as well. They have their own. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I could look it up real quick. Humble. What the hell's it called? Whatever weird indie games. I tried a few of those. They're really neat. Yeah, it, it is. It's really cool. Like I, I enjoy um, the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I would say that is probably the top tier game subscription right now. The Just trove. Because, you know, it's the trove. Yeah, the humble. Yeah, because it's always changing, and like Game Pass, like they're adding games to it, but it's not like it doesn't just have like a, a, a. There's not as much. There's just not as much, and they're not adding quickly either. Much yeah. like Nintendo's like Nintendo Online's NES service, like all right, here's two new old NES games yeah. every month or so. Yeah, and that's yeah. it's kind of like I I think Humble just does a a fucking badass job with that. Um, so, and, and they're just, I, I like that it's always going to a good cause. Like, obviously yeah, not, not a hundred percent of the profits do because they, they need to make some money in order to have, they have over right. every, everybody does, but a you know, it's a good chunk of that's going to charity. So that makes me yeah. happy. It's good. Gonna have to write something on game pass. Go for it, dude. I'm going to have the, uh, at some point the website will be up and running. Um, it will be our life Once I get the first, it'll be our life and Justin and I talked about it a little bit earlier. So olip.com is taken by some random ass China. Chinese company. I don't, I don't know. So we're going to have to go with the full actual Maybe name. You should email them. You'd be like, Hey, can you change your name for me? Uh, I'm a podcaster from Minnesota. <laughs> I'm in America, so if you could just move out of the way, that would be great. <laughs> just pull some some super uh, crazy shit. Just be like America first. Oh, oh God, fuck. no, 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 fuck that. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's all we got for this week's episode of Our Life in Pixels. This is the 28th episode of Our Life in Pixels, I believe. Is it? Um, Has yeah. it been so long? 
Although only like three of them are on Spotify and only like eight of them are on iTunes and I think eight of them are on SoundCloud. So that's interesting. But on YouTube, all 28 are there, I think. So that's pretty cool. Available for your ears perusal. Your ears, your eyeballs, you know, all, all the good stuff. Um, we will be back next Saturday. So there's... Saturday next week, not this Saturday. Right, not tomorrow. Uh, well, we might be playing games tomorrow, but we won't be doing the podcast tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. Put more on SoundCloud so I can... Dude, it's so Pump much... this shit like they do in the future. I'm going to have to... The, the thing is, in order for, to get this on SoundCloud, what I have to do is I have to download it from Twitch, and then I have to port it into VLC, and then I have to convert it into an mp3 and then i have to go into audacity and edit some shit and then i have to upload it onto soundcloud just pay just hire uh farmer green he'll do it it's fine he won't though <laughs> what else would he do honestly watch his son tomorrow please tomorrow please please do the podcast tomorrow <laughs> it'll this one will be available for you on soundcloud and youtube tomorrow we'll and maybe be and streaming some Spotify. games tomorrow and we will maybe be streaming some games tomorrow. I'm more excited about getting the podcast on Spotify than I am on iTunes. Is that weird? No, is Spotify it... is better. I think so. I, I I hate to say that because like this is gonna be on iTunes and they're gonna be like, hey, fuck this guy. You know, get it, get it taken down for that. But <laughs> maybe maybe you'll have to cut that. Part. Maybe I have to cut that part out. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and deafen you for a minute, Justin, and then um, run a quick outro, and then we'll... Okay, uh, it's been a pleasure, everyone. Until next uh, time. Yeah, you got it. This has been Our Life in Pixels. Yeah, buddy. I was going to say, you got to close your thoughts, but... Alan's Life in Pixels. Who's... Oh, Alan! I just thought me and we Luke need... decided that's a better name. We need to get Alan in here sometime. That would be amazing. Just get him chatting it up. <laughs> I feel like he would talk more in chat than he does in person ever. I'm um, saying. I mean, Tim. All right, I'm need to come to Duluth and talk to Alan. I miss Alan. <gasps> Alan! Oh, he's here! My That's amazing! I didn't even notice. God. Oh, what just nope. <laughs> happened? This just became our best episode. This That's just happened. happened. We wished for a thing, and it came true. Oh, while everyone's here, Tim, what do you think about having guests on the show? I think that it's an excellent idea. I actually have um, a few streamer friends that I that are a little that are partnered streamers that I want to see if they would want to come on the show sometime and uh, just kind of hang out. Um, there's a couple of um, mod devs that I think I could I could maybe get potentially get. Um, I could talk to a couple of devs from Epoch and see if maybe they want to come on. Um, yeah. They're working on DayZ Epoch now, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, Arma 3 Epoch was, I don't know if you ever played that. No. Um, but they're doing... With you, I think. Now they're doing a, uh, a DayZ standalone, standalone mod. It's going to be so confusing now because mo standalone has mods, so the meme is dead. Is it, though? Oh, my is God. Is this mod or standalone? Yes. Now it's going to legitimately be... It is it actually is. yes yes is the answer but uh yeah um, why do you why do you yeah. ask because i just got people asking me to be on the show all the time so i mean we yeah. should do guest stuff we can definitely do guest stuff we're gonna do it guys do you hear that also slide me 200 bucks you'll be on the show the the other th wow what <laughs> that what when did this be okay uh <laughs> uh the other thing is uh at some point um once I get the website up and running, we are going to want writers. We are going to want more writers than just us. Um, so it would be volunteer work at first until we're making a profit at some point uh, from ad revenue. But um, don't tell them that. Well, it it would be. Yeah, I, I, we're not we're not making money off of this. We pay for this. I'm making money off. Of this. Are you? Because I'm not. I'm paying SoundCloud and for software and. All kinds of shit. Anyway, uh, we're we're gonna run the outro, and then yeah, we will. Uh, we'll see you guys next week on episode twenty nine of Our Life in Pixels. Like you. Love y'all.